welcome to the Cult of Domesticity podcast, a podcast about history, true crime, and whatever life brings us. I'm Courtney, and every week I am joined by another fascinating person. Let's see what we're going to talk about this week. Welcome back, devotees. This week, I have the lovely Wine and Punishment crew with me. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys want to introduce yourself and your podcast? Of course! I'm Cassie. And I'm Daniel. And we host Wine and Punishment. So we're not used to this intro because it's not our normal like rant that we do. <laughs> it's very true. Um, so our podcast is true crime. We, I'm just going to do our spiel. We drink a lot of wine and we discuss the punishment on our podcast. It's very true. And unfortunately, tonight, I'm not drinking wine. So I'm cheating just a bit, just a tiny bit. Well, I think we'll allow it. But I'll let Courtney vote on that. I'll I'll, I'll allow it because I have wine. So I'll be your substitute. (laughs) Good, because my old fashioned is quite delicious tonight. So (laughs) that sounds delicious. (laughs) He's also drinking it out of a very fancy looking glass. So he's like, you know, old fashioning it up, I think. And there's like a blood orange in here. Like I went all out on this Ooh, one. It's true. He goes all in. You just have a giant. I eventually want to get a goblet, like a like a Game of Thrones medieval goblet. Oh, when I you must. You must. Do it. But I just, I just have a giant um, wine glass that can fit about half a bottle of wine. Uh, wine glasses <laughs> that we love. We're on board yes. with. <laughs> and I have... Um, 19 crimes one i don't know which one it was it was on sale half off oh i love 19 crimes is there's no wrong bottle of 19 crimes it's so good it's very true the australians are making good wine with that one it's those australians yeah and then i have a backup bottle of portuguese fino verde (gasps) which is my favorite oh Oh, that's my favorite i just (laughs) fangirled so hard because he loves that bottle So I'm going to (laughs) say that I've discovered that they make Vino Verde Rosé. What? Yes, it will change your life. I recorded last week for our episode that's Mm -hmm. coming out in a few weeks. Yep. Rosé Vino Verde. So good. So good. (laughs) God, I... Oh, my God. I got to... Thank God I'm going to Jungle Gyms tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to go look. <laughs> I love it. I'll have to send you guys a picture of how much wine's in this place. Oh, yes. We love wine stores, so please. Yes. <laughs> we love wineries. <laughs> we love all things wine. It is like a giant wine store next to a giant beer store plus an international grocery store. Wow. So it's like a Target, but better. Yes. It's, a, it's like... <laughs> I think they described it as like two football fields. What? Oh, of wine? Oh, it's it's a compound oh. of food. Oh my god! I might have to go to Ohio just to visit this store. <laughs> I might need to just go live in this store. Like I would never have to leave. Daniel, I think our next vacation will be to Ohio to visit this wine <laughs> store. Okay. All right. <laughs> Done. All right. Forget Vegas. We're going to Ohio. (laughs) You can also go to the the, uh, party source in Kentucky, which is just across the river from Cincinnati. And there's a bunch of wine in there. There's a bunch of beer and there's a bunch of liquor. I love your knowledge Uh, of all the places you can get good alcohol where you live. I love it. (laughs) 
Isn't that what you're supposed to do? How to get you people to come? Yeah. Yes. Abs- I mean, that's how you get us to come visit. So, <laughs> you know, that will happen at some point. I mean, I, I it's mean, essential. I am, mm-hmm. I am planning to go, to go up to Miami soon, Miami, Ohio, because they have their wine festival. And basically, it's their little town square, and you can walk around and get drunk really cheap. My favorite thing. <laughs> I swear to God, Daniel and I both registered Miami, Florida, like you do. And then you said Ohio. And it took us, I think, at least 10 seconds to register that you were not in Florida. <laughs> Uh, my favorite t-shirt that the, like, the, the stores have, it says, we were a university before you were a state. Oh. Because we're petty like that. I was, that's respectable. I like yeah. that so much. I would the wear that hurts. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is funny because I have no alumni stuff. I have nothing except for my diplomas and some rugby gear that say Miami on it. Did you go to Miami, Ohio or Miami, Florida? Miami, Ohio. Okay. I was there for six years of my life. Wow. Okay. Don't worry. Three degrees later. So uh, it was fair. time well spent. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Which I mean, if it takes you six years to get one, that's fair. I just Totes. had an in. You had an in. <laughs> for grad school, I had an in. I knew all the professors. That, that was my in. Like, hey. For grad school, yeah. 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 I mean, no. you already know the department. You just you're like, hey, let's be friends. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now you're giving me money. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Pay for my college. <laughs> college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the grad program for history there is really great. So I was like, I'll take two years of more school and not going out into the real world. Yeah. Yeah. As one does. Mm-hmm. As one does. It's true. That's what the I did. Scary. <laughs> And normally, outside of college towns, beer and booze isn't that cheap. True. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, in D.C., the cocktails are not cheap. Oh. No. Is anything cheap there? Not a thing. No, not a thing. Not a thing. I was going to say, except for the politicians. Oh, I like that. True. I like that a lot. <laughs> politicians are cheap and the museums are free. That's our one thing that we've got. It's true. And really good food. I could spend days there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rightfully so. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys want to tell us what we're going to be learning about? Of course. So before we dive in, <laughs> Courtney, are you familiar with the Lululemon killer? I think so. Okay. But I have a problem where I listen to so much true crime. That I don't remember until I'm halfway through a story. That's fair. That's fair. And we can relate to that, I think. (laughs) It happens to us most times. (laughs) Yep. So my only other question, have you ever worked retail? (laughs) No, but I've done customer service a lot. Yep. So I think we picked this case specifically because... I worked retail for many, many years. I was a manager. So this story just really hits home. Daniel Mm -hmm. also worked retail, I don't think for nearly as long. 
and we're we're talking like three months of retail. Like, were you only at Barnes and Noble for three months? Yes. Wow. Okay. So I worked retail for like four years. <laughs> Did you steal all the books in three months? Because I would steal all the books. You know, I had to like do anti theft one day because there was a person who was stealing books. Like it was the most exciting day ever. <laughs> they were putting them into a trench coat, and I was just like, really. Like right in front of me, and I'm like, I I have my name tag on. Like, why are you doing this? Wow, yeah, uh, man, they got the trench coat too. I'm just like, just picture I'm going into an alley. Hey, kids, you want some books? <laughs> I mean, I would be okay with that sort of back alley sale. You know, getting kids to read—that's important. You want some Harry Potter? I got some Harry Potter. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were about to say heroin. And I was like, Daniel, that's not where we're going <laughs> no. with this joke. <laughs> no. Do you want some Fifty Shades of Grey? I the Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> How about Fifty Shades Darker? <laughs> Fifty Shades Free. I got your sex ed right here with Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <sighs> so, the Lululemon Killer takes place in Bethesda, Maryland. Or as Daniel and I would refer to it, the state that we hate. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We're not allowed to like people from Maryland. If you lived in Virginia or D.C., it's a rule. It's a rule. Like, you always hate Maryland people because they cannot drive. They cannot drive is the reason why you hate them. They're pretty bad. They are pretty bad. But Maryland, the state we hate... If you haven't put it together by now, not you, Courtney. I know you did, but your listeners, we are going to go <laughs> to a Lululemon store. Oh, good old Lululemon. So mm-hmm. we have Jaina Murray. She was the closing manager on duty. She had her sales associate closing with her, Brittany Norwood. It was March 11th, 2011, so not that long ago. Peak Lululemon time. Peak Lululemon time, exactly. Before they had all that like controversy, you know. Uh, but I mean, Lululemon is still like big in like Georgetown. Like, oh my uh, god, everyone is Lululemon. If you're going to Soul Cycle, you've got to be wearing your Lululemon. Literally, the last time I saw my mom, she was wearing a pair of Lululemon leggings, and I was like, "Mom, you are not that cool. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Take those off, Sue. Take them off." <laughs> They're just so expensive for stretchy pants. Exactly. Go to Old Navy. They are the same. They're the same. I love Old Old Navy leggings because they actually have, if you get the athletic ones, they have support. They have support. They are not see-through. The new ones now have pockets, which is amazing. What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I bought two colors. I had black and pink. Girl, go shopping at Old Navy. They're amazing. Oh, all for the pockets. Get on it. Get on it. Fit your phone. Until you've gone somewhere without pockets. Don't talk to me. It is such a problem. It is such a problem. So, okay. We are at the Lululemon store. We have closed it down. Our ladies are walking to their car. They are, you know, going home and go to bed. It's fucking late, right? Okay. So, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. She texts a coworker because she forgot her wallet inside the store. So she has to, well, she wants to go back and retrieve it. So she texts a coworker, hey, can you give me Jana's number? Jana, I called her Jana. So she texts Jana. They go back into the store. Oh, goodness. It is roughly eh, 10 p.m. at this point. The Lululemon shared a wall with the Apple store, which creepily enough, I shared a wall with an Apple store for most of my career in retail. So this was very eerie for me to do these notes. 
But <laughs> the Apple employees are closing down the store. I don't know how Apple employees close down a store, but they're closing down the store when they heard noises. These noises included grunting, thud sounds, dragging motion. Oh, they oh. All, nope, yeah. Nope, yep. nope, 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 nope. <laughs> they also heard, and I quote, high pitched screaming. That's not okay, guys. That's not okay. That is terrifying. I mean, at that point, someone needs to be calling some security guard something because that's not normal. Oh, my God. And this is my whole problem because the Apple employees, best I can tell, did everything they could do. They alerted security. The staff told their managers. The managers discussed it with other managers. At the end of the day, they called security. I couldn't find out if security did anything, so I assume they did not. Sorry, that's when I go, uh-uh, I'm calling the popo. You yeah. hear screaming? Oh, my God. Ugh. That's that's not a security issue. That's a police issue. Yes, because, because it's not theft. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And can- I, I don't have Here's a problem. Here's the thing, guys. And I, I can say this because I worked retail for so long. You have a specific playlist that you are so sick of. So when you're closing <laughs> down the store, the first thing you do is turn that music off because you've listened to <laughs> oh, it yeah. for eight hours. So you either listen uh-huh. to your, like, you can hear everything is what I'm saying because it's silent. So I just, they had to have heard it so clearly. Oh. All right, I'm done. I'm moving on. <laughs> no, that is, it's so true, though. Any, like, if you work in a restaurant, too, you hear that same playlist yes. and you turn it off for the night, everyone is so happy. Like, you cheer. Mm-hmm. It brings up the mood. You cheer, because it's just so obnoxious. It's the worst mm-hmm. music. And then you have, and then you, <laughs> you have one good song, and then it's ruined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can hear every, anything that's uh, happening. Because mm-hmm. I've worked in a restaurant where, like, we've closed, turned off the music. And people have tried to come up to the bar and get a drink. Oh. And we have to be like, and like, you just hear them open the door and you're, everyone's like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, not going to happen. And then they always looked at me because it was a bar and hotel. And they'd be like, Courtney, hopefully it's a guest. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm technically not even working. I just live come here. On, guys. <laughs> so I had a really funny moment once whenever uh, my husband, Matt, also our producer, um, <laughs> him and I, we met working retail. We were both working at The Gap, right? Well, we had to keep it secret because I was like just promoted, brand new manager, blah, blah, blah. So we were secretly dating. There was another employee, a male employee, who decided to ask me out once. On the floor, we are closing down the store. Matthew is there with an earshot. And I had to like... Turn him down. It was a whole thing. It's horrible. <laughs> Noise carries in a shopping mall. That's the point of my story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the point of my story. <laughs> so now we were the next morning. Next morning, opening manager arrives to the store about 8 a.m. She's probably drinking her coffee, maybe a little cranky. She gets to work. Doors unlocked. Doors unlocked alarm has not been on right like these are all red flags oh but this is a mountain of red flags this is a yep. mountain of red flags that's such a beautiful way to say it this is not uh, the oh my god so this girl bless her little heart but i thought to myself like 
I would have gone in that store too because I would have thought like our merch left it open. I'm going to be annoyed, but I'm going to go in the store anyway. I wouldn't go in. I would call someone. <laughs> I'd be on the phone with someone. If I had to go in, I'd be like, uh-uh. And you know, I really <laughs> thought about that. But in my head, I was like, because you're a merchant and I was a merchant for a long time. They get there at like 5 a.m. They're there all morning. But also like you see their car in the parking lot. Like there are clues you put together this this baby girl did none of these things she goes into the store she goes into the store oh goodness all the lights are on she walks around like no one's actually like closed down the store everything is out of place oh and then she heard someone moan oh no 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 yep moan this is a giant a giant old mountain of nope yep next to the giant mountain of red flags yes, all of the mountains they are there but this girl puts it together guys she puts it together <laughs> she deuces out and this is my favorite part of the whole story guys so she runs outside and there is a man at 8 a.m outside the apple store because he wanted the newest ipad so he was <laughs> waiting outside the apple store at 8 a.m <laughs> thankfully so she grabs this man this good samaritan brings him in the store with her asks like will you walk into the store with me because she's scared for her safety right so he does he goes all the way to the back of the store real life question yes. though because she is i'm gonna call it she was following the true crime mountain yes of, oh my god there's been a murder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The mountain range of true crime. Yep, her, but yep. what if he was faking it and was the murderer? Oh my god, that is literally my next comment, Courtney. <laughs> I literally was like, I appreciate you, girl, but what if he's also a murderer? You are walking into a dark place all by yourself with a strange man. You're just asking for it at that point. And just like, uh, it. thankfully, he was on the up and up this she is fine other people are not but she is fine (laughs) so he walks to the back of the store he sees a woman lying down appeared to be dead he sees another woman tied up she was actually tied up with uh zip ties scratches she had a big um laceration on her forehead her Uh. her pants had been torn at the crotch assumed there was a sexual assault that had occurred we're assuming at this point because the police have not arrived thankfully they arrived Brittany was alive she is rushed to the hospital layla was dead jana what jana was dead jana no it's layla no i wrote layla Oh my god, I think it auto-corrected. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I usually mispronounce things, but I did write Layla. Thank you, Daniel. Jaina was dead. You can't beat me in 33% fault having... The guy's name was Poot, and it changed it like 12 to 12 different things as I did like voice-to-text while doing reading notes. Oh. It was great. Oh. Poot came up. And all this other fun stuff. I like that you oh. do voice to text notes. That's I'm impressed by that. That's that's a good idea. I might steal when that. When I'm reading, yeah. Like if I'm reading a book, it's helpful. I like that. So Jaina, not Layla, like my notes say, <laughs> she was dead. She she had been attacked with multiple weapons. Six to be exact. Six different weapons. Whoa. Yep, that's what I said. 
That's 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 mm. um that's a half dozen. That's a half dozen too that, many. Yeah. Yes, that is such an accurate thing to say. <laughs> it needs to be one and done. Just one murder weapon's all you need. Or just just no, one or no murder weapons. Stop murdering each other, guys. So again, <laughs> let's just go with. How about you don't murder people? <laughs> Can we? True. Let's just try it. Try it. See what happens. So talk your feelings out. <laughs> you know, pop a balloon instead. Just take a balloon and pop it. Like. Same thing. It's such a, it's, yep, fully agree. So of these weapons, there was a hammer that was used. Uh Uh-uh, no, 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 no. There was a wrench, a knife, and the worst part in my opinion, because I know exactly what these things are, there was a foot-long metal bar that was used as part of a uh, merchandise rack. It you will only know what that is if you've worked retail. And those of you who've worked retail, you're horrified as I am. This next part, guys, you'll know what it is. It was one of the pegs that held up the mannequin, you know, at Old Navy. Uh, those pegs. Uh, no. Yep. Uh, Which should be a safe item. That should be safe, but it's not here. So she suffered 331 injuries. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a whole that's- lot. That's rage right there. Yes. Rage. So of these... Sorry, go ahead. And it looks like he's just grabbed things around him. I'm going to assume it's a man. Oh, girl, you are ahead of me on this. We've not gotten there yet. But you are correct. I will tell you that. You are correct. My true crime mind is working. I love it. I love it so much. So 331 injuries. Of those, 107 were defensive wounds. We're not good at math, Daniel and I. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we do know that that equals about one third of her injuries. It's horrifying. Defensive wounds. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Also, this is not a podcast for math, so. Oh, thank God. Don't we, good. We're in good. a safe place. <laughs> I did history and international studies. I didn't do any math. It's a real struggle. It's a real struggle for us. <laughs> yeah. I may be architectural design and history as well, but I do bare minimal math if I can help it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you look at it and go, that's a number? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's a ratio Three right per- there. <laughs> yep. Those are some circles and some lines. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I can add up enough to figure out the dimensions of this house and I don't need to know anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On board with all of this. So the medical examiner ruled that her cause of death was a stab wound to the back of the head. I know. I know. Oh, Oh, Cassie. So we've divided up the notes, and it's now time for the investigation portion of this crime because, you know, stuff happens after the medical examiner does the autopsy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Brittany was taken to the hospital. And that's where our story sort of starts, in my opinion, is Brittany going to that hospital. Oh, yeah. So Brittany was taken to the hospital on the morning of March 12th. Um, I'm assuming she probably went to Bethesda because at first I was doing this and I was like, oh, she went to Georgetown. And I'm like, no, why would she go to Georgetown? <laughs> Definitely if this was Bethesda? not from no. Bethesda. That's... I'm like, no, 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 at no. At 8 a.m. in D.C. traffic. No, she was not going to Georgetown. Sorry. <laughs> I just love the debate about which hospital. Because <laughs> you can tell you guys have both lived in D.C. Yep. So I'm just like, yes, that's, I've heard of these places. What? I've watched enough <laughs> NCIS. I know yes, things. Or Criminal Minds. But yeah, this is why we yeah. love local cases. <laughs> 
I've driven through to get to Richmond. I've been at the edge of yes, DC. I know girl, things. Yes, I love it. Yes. So we're assuming she's going to the Bethesda Hospital. <laughs> and there happens to be a security guard there. Um, but he's only there part-time because he's actually a police officer. And so this is his like side hustle as being security guard. And Which is sad. Yeah, right? Which is very sad. Like, pay them more. Pay them more, please. So they're not having to side hustle. Please. Of course, he... People who should not have to side hustle. Police officers, firemen, EMTs, teachers. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes, yes to all that. So... The ambulance comes in, and uh, Brittany is in the ambulance, and he begins to conduct a physical examination because his training as a police officer is showing up. Mm. You know, that's what you do whenever someone comes in that's a victim. <laughs> and wait, 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 wait. The security guard is. Yes, the security guard is. Yes. She's in the ambulance. Uh-huh. There's EMTs there. Right. He's taking charge. Yes. Yes. I'm just going to add another red flag. <laughs> it does feel like a red flag, doesn't it? It's interesting. But, like a medium-sized one. And but, but it's I, for I, good reason. <laughs> and I do want to interject. These notes are taken directly from the court transcripts. Yeah. So yeah. that's all yeah. Yes, thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. <laughs> if you could see me, I would just have little ears up being like... <laughs> So our police officer slash security guard has taken charge. He's doing the examination. And he notices that there's something off with Brittany's hand, that there is a one to two inch laceration that is on her hand that is typical of like someone grabbing a knife and having it slip in their hand, which just is terrifying to me because I'm like a klutz and I'm like, oh, God, I can feel the pain going through my hand at this point. Mm hmm. Oh, no. But it's not typically a wound that someone gives to you. It's something that you do to yourself, you know, like I said, on accident. So he's got a red flag going up right there. Of, Brittany, why is that there on your hand? Not, What's going on there? Not quite a mountain, more of a molehill at this point. Uh, yeah, you know, just a little, you know, inquisitive like question. I like it. A baby red flag, if you will. <laughs> a, a baby red flag. Yes. And... Unfortunately, after this point, we don't know what else happened because the officer's testimony was stricken from the court records. Ooh. So, yeah. So their reasoning was that he wasn't qualified to observe the injuries, which I'm sorry. He's a trained police officer. Maybe he is qualified. He's also a security guard and your EMTs didn't notice this. So I feel like he's probably in good shape right now. To Plus the like to be to give expert testimony. That's such a like fast and loose term expert. That could be anyone. Yeah. You know, I could say I'm an expert in like plants and, you know, say there we go, which I do most days and I could have no clue what's going on. <laughs> I was on going with, to like, say, I think you're actually fern. an expert in plants, though. I think that that's true. Uh, it's, it's true for the most part, but yes. <laughs> but they would also like establish your expertise before you'd be on the stand. Exactly. So I'm like, that's weird. Yep. That seems like the defense attorney doing their job to protect their client. Mm -hmm. um, one could say that. Yeah. Yeah. One one could say that. Which I mean is just them doing their job. <laughs> doesn't mean the person is innocent or guilty they're just getting a defense true story i've been listening to a lot of getting off sorry <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> which is not 
It's not a porn podcast, I promise. You know, when you first said it, it took me a second. And then I was like, oh my God, I love that podcast. But in my head, I was like, wait, what the fuck was she listening to? <laughs> it's like Miami, Florida, Cassie. Don't worry. <laughs> Jessica and Nick will probably... <laughs> we had some confusion tonight. It's fine. But the best type of confusion, guys. That's true. Yeah. It's very true. So other people doing their jobs happen to be the detectives who are investigating this case. So on March 12th, they come around and they begin to question Brittany what happened during the crime because she's alive and Jana is dead. So, you know, and she was tied up. So that's what you do whenever you've got someone that survived a crime. <laughs> so uh, Brittany told the detectives that she and Jana had gone back to the, you know, shop. They had gotten the wallet. And about the time that they were leaving, that two men wearing masks um, walked into the store. So keep that in mind, listeners, that masks cover faces, and I'm going to give you some details after that, which might be another red flag or two or <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> so according to Brittany, she was attacked by one man, and then Jaina was attacked by the other. They were doing the divide and conquer. They're separating the two of them and going after them. So Brittany's attacker was approximately five feet, five inches which I just want to say, I feel like this was a personal assault on short guys like myself. Yep. Just saying. Just saying. Also, that's so specific. Yes. Yeah. It's like, so how specific. Do you, how do you know he was five feet, five inches? Uh -huh. Did he walk against, like, one of those, like, rulers that's on the back wall? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I would just, I'm thinking if I had to describe someone, I'd be like, okay, well, they're about as tall as some, like, they're... Like a couple inch, like six inches taller than me. Mm -hmm. So right, right. You would, you know, it would be that detail. Yeah, the yeah, fact you that they was like five foot five. That's so suspicious. <laughs> it's like, how do you know they were five mm -hmm. foot five? Did you measure them with a yardstick while they were attacking you? Like, if come she, on. The only way that that would not be suspicious is if she was five foot five and she was like he was the same height as me, five foot five. I don't right. think that's what's happening here, but. No, 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 no. And then she also says that, remember, these guys were wearing masks and that they were both in their mid-20s and they were Caucasian. And I just wanted to be like, dear, if they were wearing masks, how could you tell that they were in their mid-20s? <laughs> also, how could you tell that they were Caucasian? Like, how? How? I, I guess I could kind of see that if they had, did have gloves or they had, like, you could see some of their skin. Mm -hmm. But right. mid-20s, you like, um, ma'am? Ma'am, sorry. How did you? Could you see? <laughs> could you see their crow's feet? Could you see their wrinkles? Like, were there lines on their forehead? Like, how do you know they're in their mid twenties? But not for nothing. Oh. I am thirty-two years old, guys. I have no idea how anyone under the age of thirty is. I don't know how to tell age anymore. I have no idea. <laughs> Makeup is a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Makeup is a construct. <laughs> Age is a construct. Time is a construct. Everything is a real. Also, also, it's a flat circle. Um, but my thing, I, if I was a cop, I'd be like, please say that deeply into the microphone, man. <laughs> let's, get, let's get you really on record on this. Can, can you say that one more time? I want to hear that you said that they were in their mid-20s. Like, let me hear that. Really? Let me hear that. Really enunciate. They're in masks, and they were in their mid-20s. Okay, cool. I think they were about 22. <laughs> They were 23, really? <laughs> 23. 23 and a half, and one, the other one was 24, and 
you know, three quarters, four fifths, you know, <laughs> four fifths. <laughs> I knew their exact birthday and blood. I'm pretty sure they, they were Virgos. <laughs> I forgot all of the signs, guys. They all left my brain at the exact same time. I was, I was literally about to say Virgo. <laughs> Well, I'm a Virgo guy, so I feel attacked. That was the only one I could remember. I'm so sorry. I really wanted to say the Taurus one. That's the one I wanted to say, but I couldn't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So we have our mid-20 Virgos here that are committing this crime. (laughs) So it's me, guys. It was me. guys, Courtney's the real killer. That's all you need to know. Wait, it was 2010? I was not in my mid-20s then. Sorry. It's not me. You're off. You're off. Never mind. You did not commit the crime. Then you would no, I would I would have been in high school, so yeah, definitely was not committing crimes. That's good to know. That's good to get. <laughs> true, true, nor, true nor, story. Nor were we, so you know, <laughs> check that box. <laughs> All right, and Cassie, I'm going to scream at you for making me have to say this comment since you came up with these notes. I told you you could edit them however you wanted. Yes, but this is something that has to sort of be told. It's Brittany true. Then told the detective that um after or during the attack that she had been raped and sexually assaulted with a clothing hanger oh no yes yes no 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 yes yes i just want to note daniel's words she said she had been foreshadowing for later that's all yes yes she said she had been didn't say that she had proven that she was, but she had said that she had been. Based off of Courtney's reactions, I really just wanted to, like, you know. <laughs> I just, anybody who claims sexual yes. assault. Right. It uh-huh. has not been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to smack them upside the face. Yep. I, uh, yes. I will just say I agree with you. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. So she tells the detectives this on March 12th. March 14th, two days later, the detectives come back, and Brittany has brand new details. She lets the detectives know that, guess what? The attackers, they know my name, they know my address, and the detectives look at her and be like, all right, you know, here are your options. You're going to have to wear a wig. You're going to have to get a sex change. You're going to have to go to, like, Canada. You're going to have to go live in a nunnery. Like, these are your options. These are your options. Get a nose job. Like, it's got to be bigger as opposed to smaller. Like all of these things are going to have to, all of these things are going to have to happen. <sighs> and the police said, well, they probably found bills that were in your purse and therefore they know your address. But because of this, you know, we're not going to put you in witness protection, but you need to let your family know so they can be aware of this. Um, you know, possibly go to Switzerland, take up cheese making, take your pick. Really. Ooh. We've given you the entire gamut of what you can and cannot do Sheesh. at this point. I'm going to, Go to Switzerland. They have really cheap beer. <laughs> my, they also have my, cheese. <laughs> my favorite is that it always comes back to alcohol, and you're just you're such a kindred spirit, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> Anyways, back to the murder, guys. Back to the murder. We're not done. Sorry. <laughs> so two days later, after that, March 16th, the police come back to Brittany because there was something she said maybe something she did maybe some detail we're not sure why but they started to view her as a suspect in this case you know why why it's britney bitch <gasps> oh <laughs> yes 
Daniel and I both just lost our minds as you said that for the record. <laughs> oh, oh, except this Brittany is not as lucky and she's not a star. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so Brittany goes back to the police to the headquarters and they get fingerprints and they get hair samples so they can eliminate her as a suspect from committing the crime because this is something that you have to do um the following day Brittany's brother and sister call the police and they're like hey there's something that's off of her testimony just a little bit like, we feel like she has, you know, maybe kept a few things to herself. Like, you might want to prod her just a little bit more. And so the police ask her a question and she confesses and she comes forward. And she states that, you know, if you investigate Jaina's car, you're going to find my DNA in that car. Because um, whenever we were attacked, the two of them, after they killed Jaina, made me get into the car and drive it. And then they forced, or then they told me that, you know, if I did something like drive away or anything like that, that they would kill me. And I just want to be like, dear, if you're in a vehicle and they're not, you go to Wanda on that and you drive the fucking car over them at that point because you are in a much bigger (laughs) Mm -hmm. weapon. You run them bitches over. That's when you think of Ludacris and you say, move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way. I love your song references. They're making me so happy right now. I mean, but it's true. Like, you know, if you're in a vehicle and they're not, you know, put it in reverse and just run over them. Like, problem solved at that point. No more attackers. True story. No more attackers. So at the s- what I would do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So at the same time, um, police psychologists were like, you know, in looking at the details of the case. And they began to, you know, question about why would someone leave Brittany alive but kill Jaina? Like, if they're going to brutally kill Jaina with like 331 wounds, but why would they keep Brittany alive? Like, they only tied her up. Like, that's suspect and and very few injuries like it was really just the laceration on her face yeah it was the laceration it was the cut on the hand that we already said was a red flag she was tied up like it was very little damage to britney so it begins to you know start the question of well did this person who was attacking know britney and didn't want to harm her or was there something else that was going on? Um, they were going with the something else going on. It seems like they're t- separating the red flags and lining them up to make a little path. Oh, yes. Through the mountains. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're, keep going with this. <laughs> they're, they're forging a path through the mountains. It is like, you know, the Fellowship of the Ring trying to get through the mountains. and They've hit their, they've hit the snow and they realize they need to go down through the mines of Moria. Yep. Exactly. And sorry, that no, just got real dirty. No, I was following lo- along every single moment, and it made me so happy. Right to the mines of Moria. Oh God! All right, <laughs> focus, guys. We will focus. go full Lord of the Rings right now if you don't keep going. All right, are, are we good now? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Okay. I'll just back away from the mic and let you talk. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Because <laughs> I, I am not a Lord of, a Ring, Lord of the Rings aficionado like the two of you. So I was going to say, I could have done that all night, but carry on, Daniel. 
I know you could have done it all night. I have been there whenever you have tried to do it. That's what she said. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) So the police were also, when they were doing their investigation, they noticed that all of the weapons, and we mentioned that there were six of them, happened to come from the store. The wrench was from the store. Obviously, the mannequin pin was from the store. The other things that I'm blanking out on right now, they all came from the store. Nothing came from, you know, the killer's own repertoire. Like, where where were the personal effects from home? No. He used the wrench that was there. It was found. It wasn't brought in. So this is yet another red flag. So um, they start canvassing the area around Lululemon, and they go to the Apple store because we mentioned earlier it was right next door. And we mentioned that once the music was turned off, that they could hear things going on next door that they really should have contacted someone about, but (laughs) chose not to, chose not to for some reason. I don't know why. And the um, Apple employees mentioned that they heard um, two different female voices the entire time. They didn't hear any male voices. There were no male voices threatening anything, just two female voices. So one female voice stated, talk to me. Don't do that. Talk to me. What's going on? And a second voice stated, God help me. Please help me. And the Apple employees were 100% certain that it was two separate voices, that it wasn't the same person doing two different voices. So it sounds like there was an altercation of some sort between two different females. I'm just assuming things, guys. (laughs) Really. Dun, dun, dun. So, in case you didn't know by this point, spoilers, Brittany did it. Brittany did it. Whatever it was, Brittany did it. Oops. It was Brittany. So, it was Brittany. Could bitch. you say that maybe, oops, she did it again? She did it again? Yep. Yeah. She she messed with your heart. <laughs> no, she took your heart. I can't remember the next lyric, but it's scary because I can got lost in the I game. Literally, oh baby, baby, in, I did it again. In my head, I was doing the full dance. I just couldn't remember what the next line was. I'm sorry, the dance is much more important. So, thank you. Unfortunately, podcasting is not a visual medium. It's true, yeah, it's, I'm it's very true. sad about this. It's such a it's, struggle, isn't it? If only you knew how many times we wished it was a visual <sighs> medium. Dear God, oh, yes. God. Just Doesn't everyone dance in the middle of recording? Uh, we do, and the faces that I make are yep. just like, <gasps> you know, shock whenever Cassie's telling me details. Like, <laughs> I think if you don't dance, you're doing it wrong. Oh, yes, That's absolutely. Or you're not having enough fun. Yes. Yes. At some point, you need to dance it out. You know, if you're going to hit a bad part, you're like, wait, dance break. You just have to have a little dance party. And rock out to Britney. Like, just do it. Britney, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so at this point, detectives had to piece together how the sequence of events, like, went down. We know that Britney called a co-worker who called Jaina. Jaina came back to the store to get the wallet. We know that once Britney was back there and they had the altercation that Brittany decided that she was going to do some staging, as one does in retail, to try to sell some products. <laughs> I mean, I always stage my product around murder. It looks very nice, the motif. You're like, thank you for coming to this JCPenney's. Avoid the crime scene. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you like some nice jacket? <laughs> she, 
she was optimizing that product, to borrow a term that we used at Barnes & Noble to move it. Optimizing so the product. <laughs> she was optimizing that product. <laughs> so to make it look convincing that Brittany was indeed the victim and not the person who committed the crime, she put on a men's size 14 Reebok tennis shoe because at Lululemon because it is athleisure, sportswear, lifestyle, whatever the hell their m- mantra is right now. They want the customers to actually try on the product to see if it's going to work for them whenever they're exercising. So prior to going to Soul Cycle in your, you know, Lululemon, you have to try on the cleats and this and that to see if it will actually work for you. I mean, shoes make an outfit. They make or break an outfit. They really do. And if you don't want to get blood on your shoes, put on someone else's shoes and walk around in them. Which is what she did in those size 14s. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh shit. So she also confessed that she moved Jaina's car, which we knew, and her DNA was in there. Makes sense. Either via the story she told or what actually happened. Um, we know that she moved various items in the little lemon store to make it look like it was Rob. You know, some mannequins were thrown around. We'll imagine like there's, you know, tank tops strewn everywhere. There's there's leggings like going off the cash register. It looks like, a you know, I, I wanted to say a rave happened, but I don't know if that's quite the right term I want to use <laughs> in this one. <laughs> A rave. A rave murder. <laughs> a rave. That's horrifying. A, a rave in the middle of that Lululemon. Like, I mean, they were just I don't shop at a Lululemon, <laughs> but if someone was like, hey, there's a rave down at the Old Navy, I don't know if I would rush or if I would just stay away. I don't I don't know. I would probably go in the opposite direction, to be honest. Like, Yeah. I'm sorry. Have you been to stores when they're packed or afterwards? That's it's true. Horrible. I have worked several Black Fridays and I didn't relate the two. You're right. I would run away. I would run. <laughs> Go in the opposite direction. Yes. So in order to make it look like burglary had happened, she removed three bags of money from the safe, you know, scattered it around to the wind. And we'll imagine that she like made it rain with, you know, Benjamin's everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I'm making that one up, guys. It just feels right. <laughs> the story leads me to believe that one. We know that she, you know, injured her hand at the very least with a knife and she had the gash in her forehead. She also faked um, the sexual assault, we'll put it, and um, destroyed her pants with the hanger. And I don't know if anything else happened. I don't want to know if anything else happened. And then she bound her hands and her feet with the zip ties. And then she laid down in the floor near the body. And all I want to say is, thank goodness it wasn't a long weekend. Thank goodness that, you know, they didn't have a late start the next day. But she laid there for multiple hours next to her victim in the victim's blood. And I'm just, and I'm just like, what sort of crazy individual would have done that but she did it mm-hmm. she did it which is horrifying horrifying but she is arrested i will take over this next part she is arrested one week later which is so quick charged with first degree premeditated murder and this was a new one for us second degree specific intent to kill i have no idea what that is none we didn't look it up. Didn't, <laughs> I must admit, yep. I didn't do research on yep. either, Cassie. I actually <laughs> meant to, and I forgot. My apologies. Um, but it was... It seems like it's, like, 
it's somewhat premeditated, but it wasn't. It's maybe they they pleaded down to it. Yeah, or like conspiracy to come. I have no idea. I'm I have no idea. But so trial lasted for eight days. <sighs> Jury deliberated for twenty one minutes. It's not good for you, Brittany. <laughs> no, twenty minutes. It, do you know how long it takes me to do anything? Like. 20 minutes is more than 20 minutes it is nothing (laughs) it sounds like the emmett till trial where like they basically went in we're like let's have a cup of coffee every do kind of like an informal vote okay good come back yes like that's yeah oh my god like i they just like had time to sit down and then anyway so 21 minutes they have a verdict she is found guilty she is sentenced to life in prison, no possibility of parole. And that is the Lululemon killer, Brittany Norwood. That is so messed up because there's so much rage behind that. Right? Yeah. For no reason. 300 yeah. injuries. Just now. <gasps> Pop that balloon instead. Pop the balloon instead. Right? Go do yoga. Something. I don't know how the police didn't get it after the 300 injuries because no one does that many without like it's normally a personal mm-hmm. attack. Yes. Right. And I feel like that was the red flag for them. Of You know, there's 331 injuries to Jaina, but Bernie had like two scratches. Like they were uh, scratches. Just... They were scratches. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you guys want to do some plug in? Tell everyone where to find you totes um let's see i don't have my little cheat sheet in front of me so i'm gonna do this from memory guy we are on twitter wine punish pod we have a gmail account we're wine and punishment pod at gmail.com we're on facebook we also have an instagram wine and punishment pod so that's where you can find us guys you can also go into itunes and find us as well if you want to listen, we're also on Stitcher and Spotify. Yes, all the all all the places, I think. Yeah, all the places. Yeah. So yeah, and then tune in next week while I tell them of an old timey crime solver. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, Nikki T here to tell you about my new Arkansas focused true crime podcast. I'll be covering lesser known cases out of the natural state. So join me on Mondays for all new episodes. You can find Strictly Homicide Podcast on most podcatchers, including iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon by searching for Strictly Homicide Podcast. And on Twitter at Strictly H-M-I-C-I-D-E. Y'all stay safe. Cults of Domesticity, we're available on all podcatchers. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to help spread the word or just force other people to listen to it. Our Facebook and Twitter are at Domestic Podcasts and our Instagram is at the Cult of Domesticity. We also have podcast merch at Threadless. Uh, as well, if you want to support us financially or show some appreciation, we have a PayPal tip jar and a Patreon, which has some pretty great perks. Any topic suggestions, feel free to email us at domesticpodcast at gmail.com. Remember to stay domestic and cult-free. <laughs>